The information provided in podcast eligible and accompanying material is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered tax or financial advice. You should consult with your financial or tax professional to determine what works best for your individual needs. You're tuning in to Podcast Eligible, a staying healthy and saving money with an FSA or HSA podcast. Hello and welcome. Uh, my name is Sean Hampton. This is Podcast Eligible. Uh, with me, as always, is uh, my sometimes co-host, uh, Kevin Olchan. Hey. Emphasis on sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been about six months since we did this podcast. And since then, a lot of things have changed. Um, Kevin moved to Seattle. I'm actually, I didn't really change that much. I'm pretty much the same. <laughs> but uh, I know, right? Like, oh, I'm a biker now. <laughs> I compost. <laughs> oh my God. I drink an exorbitant amount of coffee. I bought my first flannel recently. It's just PNW all over. I mean, Kevin is sending me some top quality coffee from yeah. Seattle, so I do have that in now, which is beautiful. But, um, but also, you know, last episode was totally a cliffhanger because I said I was never coming back. Yes, so, and this is just a cameo. So today for the actually, season premiere, season two. Today, season two. So today is both a happy and somber occasion because uh, Kevin is uh, pursuing a new opportunity um, with a different company and we wish him the best. So uh, <laughs> we figured we had to get one more podcast in uh, before uh, Kevin leaves FSA store forever. And, forever. Uh, and also HSA store, I'm also leaving. <laughs> I'm not just going across the street. Uh, yeah, oddly enough, you are not actually leaving HSA store. <laughs> <laughs> no one leaves HSA store. Um, so uh, for the subject of this podcast today, it is uh, July 1st that we're recording this. We just got through a vicious weekend of heat in uh, New York City and mo most of the East Coast. So we wanted to talk primarily about sun care today. Um, sun care. Sun care. Sun care. So also, we should address the fact that, uh, as Sean said, I am in Seattle, so this is our first remote podcast. Yes, my goodness. I should put a sound effects on that. <laughs> <laughs> so we are, um, as much as I liked um, going, shoving into a small room with Kevin and doing the podcast, <laughs> this is a lot easier um, now that we can just record remotely. So... <laughs> Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll make a like a, a fiber post, and then we'll get back <laughs> as, as my podcast as again. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. All right. So, sun care, our favorite. Oh well, no, our shoppers' favorite topic every time they visit FSA store. So, uh, being a person of of an Irish background, um, sun care <laughs> is a big part of my life. Um, I can't go into the sun for longer than an hour without sunscreen, without being an emergency situation. So, uh, but, you know, I've been with FSA for about, ooh, like four years now. And the amount of different uh, sun care products that we have on the site now is staggering compared to what we had in the past. And um, just to get this out of the way, first and foremost, Kevin, did you remember 
after all the random compliance lessons that I gave you, what <laughs> makes a product or sun care product in particular eligible? Okay, so it has to be at least SPF 15. Yes. And it has to be broad spectrum. Yes, and for those who don't know what broad spectrum, that I'm, I'm amazed. And frankly, I've forgotten everything except that one. And I think because you may or may not get all of our emails, which I write. <laughs> I think you'll probably resent me for that taking up space in your brain for something else <laughs> more helpful in the future. But hey, um, basically, uh, for those who don't know what broad spectrum protection is, is it's a it's a, a kind of facet of sunscreen where it ensures that uh, the UV rays from the sun are blocked out. So there's two types of UV rays. There's UVA and UVB. Um, I always get them confused <laughs> as to which one does what. So I will put notes in, uh, in the podcast post that, that will let you know uh, what the difference between the two of them is. But those are really the leading uh, sun's rays that contribute to skin cancer and also to, you know, your vicious sunburn and the thing that I endure most of the time. So also a little disclaimer, if you uh, hear a little bit of a belly kind of sound, that is my dog who I just adopted. So. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I may have another person on the podcast. <laughs> I feel like this entire podcast of every episode is just apologizing for this. <laughs> But it's okay. Apologizing for for creating the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are doing a service, Kevin. We are doing a service. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Back to work. Back to work. So, um, you know, when when I first started here four years ago, I mean, we uh, we had a good amount of sun care products, but really they were kind of limited to, um, you know, just uh, you know, kids sunscreen, uh, sunscreen for adults, varying SPFs, and that was about it. But over time, our really great merchandising team has, you know, reached out to a lot of retailers and uh, we brought in a lot of really great products and, you know, everything from, um, you know, lip balm with SPF. We have a number of different uh, daily moisturizing, um, like really, really cool high-end uh, sunscreen lotions that also have moisturizing uh, ingredients in, the, in them as well. So you're supporting the health of your skin while protecting it at the same time. Um, so we've really kind of blown out our, our sun care <laughs> category in a lot of ways. Uh, Kevin, do you have any favorites uh, that you've been using? Uh, I think the bug spray sunscreen combo is really good. Um, I've oh, used it a good. couple of times only because, you know, I like convenience. It's a two-in-one. Yes. Um, and I don't know, I, like, maybe I'm like weird, but I, I kind of, whoop, there's that bell sound. <laughs> um, I kind of prefer sprays because I, I don't know, it doesn't feel as like gooey, you know, on your skin. Yes. But um, but yeah, I think, yeah, that, the, what's your favorite? The bullfrog, you totally stole mine because <laughs> um, not only do I burn easily, I have delicious, delicious blood. Um, <laughs> so mosquitoes can't resist me, I guess. So having the, the topic of, of the mosquitoes podcast next episode, Sean's delicious blood. <laughs> blood. Yes. So um, that would probably be my favorite. But uh, a second one is uh, probably we have a number of different um, sunscreens that are eco-friendly. So 
we have this uh, one line of products uh, that are called, I'm looking it up right now because it's not coming to me, Raw Elements. Uh, so Raw Elements makes a whole uh, line of different products that are reef safe. So they don't contain any of the uh, ingredients that could potentially damage coral reefs. Um, so it's something to think about when you're uh, swimming in the ocean, what uh, type of sun protection uh, that you'd like to use uh, can be uh, really beneficial for the environment as well by not harming it. <laughs> <laughs> Protect the coral reef. I know. We need to, they're very important. So <laughs> uh, another thing we wanted to bring up today is uh, we do a number of different uh, user surveys on the site. Uh, most of the time, it's a post-checkout uh, survey where we give you a little promo code to uh, uh, share your thoughts and experiences on the site. And um, a lot of times, we get some very interesting insights from people. Which is crazy because, honestly, I didn't even know we were doing this. <laughs> is that bad? I didn't know you know. <laughs> so when you, got, when, you, when you sent me these uh, poll results, I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, why didn't I know about this? I'm a terrible need, employee, but okay. Sure. Need to know basis. You need <laughs> to know for this podcast. So here we are. Uh, also, I feel like I would be the type of person that would just make random, really random polls. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've KT learned- KT tape, cut or pre-cut? <laughs> or I've... no, pre-cut or you, you cut. You cut. <laughs> I don't know. That's well, we also, had, we also had KT tape that had, um, that was the pattern of a cow which I don't know which athlete that's for, but I love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so wanted to kind of share, uh, this is an exclusive to podcast eligible, but uh, yeah. So we uh, surveyed people throughout the month of March and into uh, April. We got about a thousand responses and uh, really just kind of tackling sun care from every angle, be it budget and how people use it. Um, and I think the first one is um, we asked how much do people spend on sun protection with their FSA each year? And far and away, the biggest result was $50 or less. So fi only 53% of people are spending uh, more than, or 53, 53% <laughs> of people are spending $50 or less on sunscreen each year. So either people are really pushing their sunscreen a budget to the max, or it's possible that they're not using enough of it. So I mean, it could go both ways. I mean, I think there's one of the questions here that will relate to this later when I was reading it, but like, I understand that you need sunscreen, sun protection every day, but you don't always get a chance to. No, it's true. And um, like, I feel like before I started working here and got, you know, learn a little bit more about the science of of UVA and UVB rays and all, all these things, like I kind of just bought, it was just, you know, one big thing of like, oh, SPF 50, this is good enough. And then just kind of tuck it away, you know? Yeah, and I think a lot of, uh, another kind of side issue to this is that a lot of people don't really check the um, expiration date on their sunscreen. So they could use it for multiple summers if they didn't get through yeah, one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how, but like, I know like, like my family has just like this big bag of sunscreen from God knows when. Um, and it's just like, come on guys, we, we got to re-up here. This stuff isn't working anymore. So. <laughs> um, but the, the next question that we ask people is, do you practice year-round sun care? And 61% of people said yes. 
Good. So there you go. Um, I mean, if you're spending less, then good good for you. And if you're uh, taking it seriously and kind of really um, <laughs> putting your best foot forward to stay away <laughs> from the sun each day, then uh, you're doing uh, the right thing. Yeah, I mean, but also, do we know? I mean, what what's the cross section of you know states that we did this? Because if you were in Florida, you'd probably this is you know, true. Part of your lifestyle is year round sun care versus somewhere else that is not as sunny, like Seattle, um, which is actually no, never mind. It's extremely sunny right now, but <laughs> Seattle does have a lot of cloudy days. So this is true. Um, well, even if you live in like Maine or something, then you still need bullfrog because I mean, there's a ton of mosquitoes and the sun does come out like, you know, for a few <laughs> the months. The sun is everywhere. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, um, I mean, if, if that's the big thing that we've established here on this podcast, I think we've done our job, Kevin. So, <laughs> so. season two, episode one, the sun is everywhere. Did you know? <laughs> So um, another, another little tidbit from this and uh, that we're definitely glad to see is that one of the questions was, what is the most important factor that you look for in a sunscreen? And uh, we asked based on questions like brand, price, uh, SPF level, uh, broad spectrum resistance, uh, broad, broad spectrum protection and water resistance. And uh, the top one overall was SPF level at 46.3%. Um, so and Coming in second was broad spectrum protection at 18%. So um, I'm very happy to hear that uh, people are shopping smart for their sun care. And uh, that's a really uh, good quality of FSA shoppers to have. Yeah. So I feel like, too, like, I don't know, like different lifestyles for sure require different kinds of sunscreen. You know, like I'm saying, some people have sport or sprays or all that stuff. But I feel like SPF is, you know, the constant, you know, there are a lot of factors that different lifestyles would probably have to incorporate in their sunscreen shopping, but I think SPF is the one constant. So mm -hmm. I'm glad to see that too. Yeah. And yeah, you can always feel uh, safe that you're not buying any SPF like or tanning oil on our site and it will, <laughs> it will actually <laughs> you here on the sun. I don't even know what that's, I don't know who that stuff is for. That is not a part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot relate to tanning oil. That is not how I... Yeah, that, that, that is not something that I know anything about. So I'm not going to comment or joke. So that, that is not eligible, unfortunately, <laughs> um, or maybe fortunately. So There's your eligibility question of the month. Uh, the eligibility question of the month that we forget every month. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. All right, what's the next one? That was an organic one. So okay. uh, this one uh, is, gives me hope for humanity, frankly. Um, but it was, uh, uh, the question was, would you be more likely to purchase eco-friendly products? So like, like we were talking about before the raw elements, uh, line of sunscreen that is reef safe and then a standard product if available. And 81% of people said yes. Nice. So I, that, that, very that's great to hear. Yeah. I mean, I feel like too, it, it, it's unfortunately the convenience of it, you know, <laughs> it's something that you're going to want anyway, but if you're helping yeah. to protect the environment while you're doing something that you normally do, then of course, mm -hmm. by all means, go for it. Um, but yeah, but even if it is super cloudy, a lot of the times you probably still need sunscreen when you're going out to the very <laughs> rocky and woodland beaches of the Pacific Northwest. 
I I have been... or hiking actually hiking is huge here and biking yeah. so definitely for sure you're you're gonna need it and and I always see um, at least the sunscreen sprays like attached to those like um, those bottle holders on bikes. Oh, that's pretty um, neat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Nice. Well, yeah. uh, that is those are probably the biggest tidbits out of that survey. Um, and I think we're going to be doing a lot more of these uh, over the next. A uh, few months. So, uh, you know, when you're checking out, uh, make sure if you want to participate in one of our surveys, I'm sure one of them will pop up um, so we can hear from you. Uh, but the lesson is <laughs> the lesson I think always have sunscreen on. <laughs> as, as and person, um, yeah, as a person who's gotten sunburned on a cloudy day, always wear sunscreen. Yeah. And visit <laughs> fsastore.com or hsastore.com to buy those various things with your FSA or HSA funds, because you can save some money. So there you go. Well, Kevin, thank you again for joining me. Um, I hope that we can have you on here again as a special guest once more. I know, maybe I'll get a PhD real quick and then I can be like an expert that you bring in for something. (laughs) I just, you just need to start being an expert in something (laughs) and I will lobby for it. A sunscreen influencer. Well, this isn't going to turn into the Sun Care podcast, Kevin. We need a different topic next time. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. So yeah, and hopefully the the jingling of my dog's collar didn't really distract, and she's kind of pacing around right now. So no. she was really good. She was. She was really good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean. All right. Uh, stay tuned, everybody, for another episode of Podcast Eligible next month. Um, thank you, Kevin, again for joining us. Uh, we'll probably we'll be rolling out a number of different special guests over the next few months, uh, including our favorite compliance director Rachel, who's always a hoot. Nice. So uh, maybe we'll send. Maybe we'll let you send in some questions because I'm sure you got them. Uh, and maybe next month we'll actually have an eligibility question of the month. <laughs> it remains to be seen. Well, if you have Rachel, our uh, wonderful compliance director. We might have 50 (laughs) 50 eligibility questions a month. She will stump me. Yes. So (laughs) thank you much, everybody. And we hope to see you next month. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Podcast Eligible. Remember to visit fsastore.com and hsastore.com for the largest selection of eligible products.